0: Hi guys and welcome back to my podcast. It's been a while, but we have something very, very different and very, well, it's probably the championship of the world. It's the ultimate fight. No, it's not Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua, I think that's what they're called. It is the fight that causes... So many problems in the Marilyn Monroe community, and that is Team Arthur or Team Joe. What are you? I've got to be honest. I used to be Team Joe. Then I was Team Arthur. And then I was like, oh, I couldn't really decide. Then I didn't like either of them. And then I thought, oh, Arthur would be more my type. But what I decided to do is create a fight off. So what we're going to do is we're going to have Joe DiMaggio in one corner, and we're going to have Arthur Miller in the other corner, and we're going to see who comes out victorious. Joining me is Kelly. You know Kelly, our previous guest from Silver Technicolor Instagram, and we've got Alison from Perfectly Marilyn Monroe, and they're joining me. Girls, Kelly, who are you training up for the
1: fight? Uh, I'm training up uh, Joe for this fight. Are you confident? Uh, Fairly, I think. Alison,
0: so you've obviously trained up Arthur for this. Yes, and I'm excited. (laughs) You're excited. Well, I'm going to be the referee, so I'll make sure that um, we check that all the facts are correct. And at the end, I don't know if we'll have a winner, but we'll find out. Right, so... In the, I've got to say the red corner because he's a communist, (laughs) in the red corner is Arthur Miller. So I'm going to give you oh, probably a few minutes, if you need a bit longer, it's okay, to do your first blow of why the best husband for Marilyn Monroe was Arthur Miller. Off you go, Alison.
2: Without a doubt, I think Arthur Miller was the love of her life. This isn't to say that their marriage as a whole was better or worse than Joe, but for Marilyn, he was the ideal husband. Interestingly, I think Marilyn wanted Arthur while Joe wanted Marilyn. And I think that's something really interesting to think about because Arthur gave her the life that she wanted since she was 16, she left school. She wanted a life of intellect. She wanted to be smart. And with him, she was surrounded by other playwrights, educators, authors. And she wanted that house in the country where she could live every day just like another human being and really wanted to be understood. And I think Arthur was very tender, very emotional, very... Understanding, And I think that soft side of him was something that after a life of chaos and abuse and neglect, she wanted just calm and steady. And I think for Marilyn at that time, Arthur really provided her with those things i got to say, I agree with you. Okay. That's
0: that. See, I, this is the reason why I loved Arthur. I, I actually have agree with you. So we've got now, we've got to let the blue corner come in now. The blue, I would say it's like a blue collar worker. I know he was a famous, you know, baseball star. He was like the David Beckham or the Kobe Bryant of his time. So Kelly, what yes. is that Joe that would you need to go for your first little knockout blow here? So okay. That was a good round for Arthur. It was. it was
1: Strong. Very good points. Um, I think I'll have to start with the fact that Joe and Marilyn share quite a lot uh, in their backgrounds. Um, and I think next to the fame, um, I think they really understood each other when it comes to having to project this image of a very, very big name that everyone knows, but behind closed doors, not being that same person. Mm -hmm. And um, I think there's also perhaps, um, I think Joe had a lot of confidence in himself and um, he was very much an introvert, like Marilyn. But I think he definitely could uh, boost uh, her confidence, and I'm not talking about you know we can discuss about the his view on her fame and what he didn't like. But I do think he could definitely um, help her, um, like help her boost her confidence in herself. And I think a lot of times people don't really think that Joe is actually the one who. Um, helped her push for more money and try to renegotiate her contract. Because I think he could see that people were trying to make the most of her. But she, because she didn't care about money, but he obviously felt that she should be paid the same as her co-star. And um, yeah, I just, yeah, go on. Sorry.
0: This is very interesting because that's a good point because from listening to the first part of Alison's um, views, that obviously Arthur Miller came with an intellect that she always wanted, the house in the country, the father figure. I know, Alison, you probably didn't say that, but, you know, that whole things that the little tick boxes that she had. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting because I didn't really hold Joe in a lot of uh, esteem for intellect, sorry to say anyone that's a Joe DiMaggio fan. But what he did bring is, like you're saying, he's come from, he's famous in his own right, very famous, and he knows probably how to manage a brand, and he knew Marilyn Monroe was a brand and how to negotiate contracts. He's a sportsman. He'll know how to go negotiate contracts. He's a kind of a, you know, the, the strong sort of man that she probably needed as well because he's a more of a mm-hmm. – I don't like using the term manly man, especially nowadays, and people go, well, what is a manly man? But what I mean by that is he's may not be wearing writing poetry and reading books, but what he does bring to the table is that guidance about um her contracts and her belief in herself because he's a sportsman he's got to have that sort of uh, belief in himself to go out and you know do, do those rounds. I'm not a sports person. I think they're called rounds, right? You know what I mean? Like yes, <laughs> whatever we yeah. call it. And that's a lot of mental uh mental strength to be a sportsman. So mmm I think we should just like maybe couldn't we just have a half Joe DiMaggio, half Arthur Miller body I think that would have been our ideal man.
2: <laughs> you know definitely. what I mean by that?
1: Yes. Uh, yeah.
2: yeah. Definitely. Um, I think I agree. I think there are very strong qualities in both men that I think if they were merged together, it would form almost one perfect. But um, I think sometimes also the weaknesses in our partners also impact us and change us in a good and bad way. So I think. I mean, especially, I think, in, after both marriages, I think Marilyn came out as a stronger individual in some ways, um, because I think she saw their differences. And I think that kind of helped her know what she wanted, mm. if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: If so, if on on your t- team, Arthur, would you say was there anything? Because Kelly's point was, well, he was really good at business and he could show her a brand. Do you think that Arthur Miller was good at business? Because personally, I don't seem to think he was very. He seemed to get through quite a bit of her money.
2: Yeah. Is that more? Is that right? I I don't think he, for lack of better words, I don't think he was a businessman at all, and I don't think he. Knew much about business sides of things, and you know, even as a writer myself, I mean, different genre. But when you are in more of a creative space, and then you try to merge that being a business person, it it, it doesn't really flow. And I think most of Marilyn's, especially with her Marilyn Monroe Productions side of her business, I think. Arthur was coming from a you know he was obviously very intelligent not ignorant but I think he didn't understand her side of the world of fame and glory in that sense and I think that he you know there's some argument whether he should have stayed in or out of her production company and those things and his opinions and then there's things he said and of course Milton Green and we won't go into all of that but I think he probably should have stayed out of her life in a business sense, not even just as being her husband, because I think she valued anyone that was close to her, valued their opinions. But I think if you're not, if you don't get it and you're not that educated in it, then that can be almost more damaging because... If you're someone like Marilyn who didn't really know the business side of it either and was learning as she was going along and hired the right people, and then you have someone that you're very close to, you're married to, that you trust, that could be giving you advice that isn't the best just based on lack of experience, which doesn't mean he... Was right or wrong, but I think it's more of an experience thing that he didn't have.
0: Yeah, I have to say, I think this is as somebody who works in the entertainment business. I've had boyfriends that suddenly give me opinions when they're not in the business about how the business Mm -hmm. should be running and things like that. That doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that they're wrong opinions, but they come from a place where you don't know a business. And going back to Joe Dimaggio, it's funny that you're saying he came into the Milton Green Productions, and I always think that uh, Arthur was a little bit jealous of Milton Green. Because as a husband, you're going to be jealous of another man that's so intimately involved. I don't mean sexually, I mean so close mm-hmm. in a business partnership to your wife. And I just think he was happy that was gone. But that brings me back to Kelly for, yeah. on, on Team Jodi jo- Maggio. <laughs> Talking about controlling behaviour and 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 getting involved in business, how would you argue the case which always bothered me um with Joe DiMaggio I think you might know what I'm gonna say I'm not actually gonna talk about the violence because that's rumored and that's none of our business is the funeral Marilyn Monroe's funeral really bothered me because I didn't think it was his place to decide which of her friends could come I think that's a little bit overstepping the mark my personal opinion how would you argue back on that or debate or
1: I hate that word argue
0: Let's have an argument. <laughs> yes. yes, Susie, let's. No, no. Um,
1: I think, you know, I don't think it's, it was, um, no one had predicted that obviously this would happen. So I think um, I can understand both sides um, because I guess, like you were saying, Marilyn had friends and some of those people were not allowed to her funeral. Um, I suppose what I would say would be that, well, first, Joe was, uh, and Bernice, so Marilyn's half-sister, were put in charge of organising that funeral. And I think Bernice, because of a lack of knowing all the people that Marilyn knew, she gave it to Joe because probably believed that, well, she knew him, she had met him. And I, I suppose she thought this is the right thing to do Mm. to let him decide who's going to be there. And I'm not saying his decision was the best, but I guess I would argue that, like, I think very recently, um, Arthur, um, had written a, I think it's a, an essay but dated from the day of her funeral, which he didn't attend out of choice. And, you know, that's fine. I'm not going to talk about that really. She's he... not there. Yes, exactly. But, but that's fine. I mean, I'm not arguing that this was a bad choice. Mm. Um, you know, everyone reacts differently to those things. Um, but I think his note on this was that a lot of people who were there actually helped, you know, or killed her or, you know, used her. So I think Arthur and Joe are very similar in that way that they, if Arthur had been in charge, I'm not sure who would have been invited either because I do think he had a lot of problems with some people being close to her. And those people might be different from Joe's people that he didn't want there. But it's my feeling that it would have been a very similar kind of affair. And I don't, you know, again... That's just speculation.
0: This is just me thinking out of the box, but and I guess it's also we're, we're, we're women and uh, we've had relationships. I sometimes wonder if there is any man, and that's not, that's not um, putting Marilyn down or defending them. I just think how any man can be married or date Marilyn Monroe I know how hard it's been when I've spoken to ex-boyfriends about just dating a Marilyn Monroe impersonator or any woman who plays, uh, who's an actress, who's on stage or, you know, because you get a certain amount, level of attention um, from the opposite sex. And it probably (laughs) exposes, and I think both of these men have, where we said Joe DiMaggio had a a confidence in stealing Marilyn, I think your confidence is going to be a little bit knocked when you're dating the most sexiest woman in the world. You're going to be a little bit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And, and we know, Alison, you can comment because it's your mm-hmm. one ab- ab- about Arthur. We know from Arthur's past that he seemed to be, once he met Marilyn, completely forgot about his wife and was just completely in love with Marilyn Monroe. He probably couldn't believe his luck. He couldn't believe Marilyn Monroe, the world's mm-hmm. most famous sex symbol, is in love with me. I mm-hmm. mean, <laughs> It's incredible, yeah. right? And like the when he talks about her, he says that I mean, the way he talks about her, I fell in love with him. I mean, he talks about her mm-hmm. so poetically and, and so beautifully in, in the later interviews that I've seen. I know why she fell in love with him with those words, but he probably couldn't believe that she fell in love with sorry, I can believe that he fell in love with her, but she probably can't believe that he fell in love with she fell in love with him. And I yeah. think
2: I think yeah, there was there was an interesting Lack of confidence and overconfidence in both Mm -hmm. of them, I think, especially at the beginning of their relationship. Um, and I, you know, because I'm Team Arthur, I think Arthur adapted much better to that than Joe did personally. I think Arthur understood her need for publicity and fame in relation to her work as an actor, Mm -hmm. and I think. While Joe, I don't believe Joe wanted her to completely give up and quit her life in Hollywood and and move away. But I think Joe wanted her to cut the publicity, cut the sexy pictures, going out to parties and premieres. Whereas Joe escorted her to events and premieres and was there by her side. And I think he adapted much um, more comfortably into that world. As I think she comfortably fell into his world of living in the country, quiet days, writing or working. But I think, you know, I will say as their marriage went on, I think they fell out of that comfortability because I think in one sense, one was too heavy on one side and too heavy on the other.
0: Yeah, it's funny that you say about um, how they're comfortable around like Joe DiMaggio didn't want her to do. I mean, we're all talking about only last week, the 7 year statue. And we talk about how Joe DiMaggio didn't like that, right? What what happened Mm -hmm. after that is they got divorced immediately after that. So we know it had something. I sometimes wonder if Joe wanted her to not be sexual but to be like, maybe not give up Marilyn, but just not be so sexual. Which is never going to happen when she's, she's, you know, it's the 50s America, that's what she was famous for. And I think Arthur being in the theatre was comfortable around knowing that that was an act, that Marilyn Monroe really wasn't this hypersexual. It was only, she only did that to perform for the public or in a role. And I think Arthur knew the difference because he was involved in theatre. Because right. when you see Marilyn mm-hmm. off of the film, She's in slacks and a blouse and a round off duty. And then she turns it up for the Prince and the Showgirl, turns it off. And I think Arthur seemed to get that. And I think Joe confused Marilyn Monroe, famous sex symbol, with Marilyn Monroe at home.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I completely agree. Um, and, I mean, for the time as well, it's it's quite – the fact that you mentioned the seven-year itch because – I think on the Vox Pop that you hear from the time, you know, they'll interview some men down the street and be like, what do you think of this massive statue of Marilyn? And this is like in 1954. And all the men are like, oh, it's marvelous. It's great. But I suppose for them, that's an actress, not someone they know. Mm. And yes, I think for someone like Joe, who was brought up very conservative and Catholic and You know, um, I think that was very much a clash of the times. And like you said, it's, um, yes, I think he, he really struggled to separate the two because like you said, Marilyn would hang around in jeans and, you know, she would go fishing with him sometimes. She would do like, she would participate in his hobbies as well. But then the next day she would have to do this, and I think he I know, yeah. didn't understand that.
0: Yeah, I find that weird because whenever I see Marilyn Monroe off duty, off camera, she dresses quite conservatively.
1: Yes, um, I agree. Like, I mean, there's loads of pictures of her hanging around with like Milton and mm. all those people, and she's in jeans or slacks so, or yeah.
0: Yeah. I've never really seen, I love off-duty Marilyn because she's just so beautiful mm-hmm. when she's not, listen, do what you like women. I've I've dressed in different seasons in the wrong seasons, put it like that. But mm-hmm. I just always think that there's something really attractive just about hardly any makeup, her little slacks on. And I just I just think maybe he thought, Marilyn, why can't you be like this on the screen? Because the public... Want, fell in love with the screen idol Marilyn Monroe it's like I don't know about you girls but when I see pictures mm-hmm. of Marilyn as Marilyn from the films I don't love them as much as these off-duty pictures and like when she's just uh, mm-hmm.
1: absolutely yeah. yeah yes mm-hmm. and yeah yeah I I think that sums it up really and and again um it you know he understood what publicity was because he had been and still was this very famous person but I think he had retired and he didn't like the publicity even during his career and because she had to build her career on publicity Mm. the problem was well how long do we have to live in the this limelight for like you know this is not what... (coughs) the kind of marriage, like how, how long is this going to last, I guess. And I think that's why it didn't last long because even though they dated for like two years, they probably tried to make it work, but.
0: So their marriage was nine
1: months. Yes. Uh, So yeah, very, very short, but they had been dating for much longer, which is quite ironic. Yeah. So, yeah. It's crazy to think
0: that they, even though they dated before, they got married for a nine month marriage, he never went away, did he? And yet Arthur M- Miller was married for, um, God, how long were they married? Six six years? And yet he was, what? yeah. Sorry, Alison, go on. No, you go. <laughs> I was just saying, well, and after that, uh, Arthur Miller went and we never heard from him again. There was something mm-hmm. I think that Joe DiMaggio regretted about mm-hmm. the relationship with Marilyn, and that's why he couldn't let it go. Whereas Arthur knew, I, I feel, me, these are just my personal opinions, because I've had relationships and there's some type of relationships you go, well, that relationship is done. There's no more I can do in that relationship. I love that person, but it's not going to work. Whereas I think in Joe DiMaggio's mind, he was always thinking, if she gives me another chance, I'll be better this time. Which yes, I-, I
2: mean, something, in- something I think interesting about both relationships and kind of speaking in the middle here is I think it's interesting that You know, Marilyn and Arthur dated for such a short time before they got married. And I think that kind of hung over their marriage a little bit, I'll admit. Whereas I think, interestingly, at the same time, though, Joe and Marilyn had enough time to get to know each other before they were married. And that marriage still ended. Mm -hmm. And I think both. um, Oh, gosh, I had such a point to that. Don't you just hate it when that happens? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You were talking and I had it like in my head and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is going to make so much sense. This happens um, to me all the time. Right. Think about it, This happens to me
0: all the time.
2: Mm-hmm. I can't even I think, remember what you just said.
0: Um, d- but I d- was- do you know what? I think it's Wi-Fi. I think Wi-Fi is killing all our brain cells. else? Oh, I got to- it.
2: I got it. Come on, Alison. Okay. <clears throat> but interestingly, I think in the Joe and Marilyn relationship, their foundation was that they were best friends, and she always said throughout their dating life, their married life a little bit their post married life, and even in the sixties that he was her best friend they said shes she said we're the best of friends, you know, and that's a good place to be after so many years. I don't know if if Marilyn and Arthur were best friends, interestingly, and I think mm-hmm. that's something. That I that really ties people. I personally think together, and I I think they loved each other both so much. I don't think you know. I've read things that Arthur only loves this side of Marilyn, and Marilyn only loved Arthur for this. I, I don't think that was true. There's so many pieces of evidence in Marilyn's earlier life that she wanted to marry for love and love alone, and that's what she did in her marriage to both Joe and Arthur. But I. I don't, and I'll admit, I don't know if she and Arthur were the best of friends. And I think that's, they started butting heads, I think later in their marriage, because there were these differences that they were finding in each other, but also strong similarities. I think I both think excellent
0: point. I yeah, think,
2: I think both emotions, yeah. go ahead.
0: Sorry, I just think that's an excellent point that uh, to uh, have a relationship that you have a lot of people that get married and they go, I was friends with him for years and then we fell in love. I think friendship um, ties you because you have more in common. And I don't mean like, go, we both love stamps. I don't mean that way, but I I don't mean that way. I mean, like you have this uh, common ground, I guess. And maybe that's probably what he knew and and Marilyn knew and seeing them hang out at Mm -hmm. the end is really moving. And I guess you know, I see bad in him controlling the funeral, but obviously when you lose someone who is your friend as well as your ex-wife, it it, it must hurt. And I don't wanna I don't wanna judge him on that. I just I just
1: think it's a real
0: it, really, it wasn't his funeral, it was hers. But
1: that's no, like I completely, you know, I, I think like for some people who were turned away, either at the gates or, you know, um it hurt them, but again, I, I don't really know what the perfect funeral would have been because it was so quick yeah um, and yeah like you said it's it um, I don't I don't really know there were not many people who were volunteering to take care of it I suppose well, and
0: one thing a lot of people listening to this may not know this and I read this and I don't know if it's true but I've read it enough so it probably is is that Joe
1: Dimaggio reclaimed her body because nobody else did mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yes, I think that's true. And I also think, I mean, I would assume because she did have family with, uh, Bernice. Um, I know that it took a long time for her to get the news. And I think, um, when she finally got the news, Joe had already been told and was on his way to LA, I believe. Um, cause he was in San Francisco, I think. And, um, I think she called him or it was arranged that he would be allowed to go and do that while she was travelling to California?
0: Well, you know what? This this can run and run, because it does, on fan groups. But I've got to say, I think that between both Marilyn Monroe and Joe DiMaggio, it's not going to be a great fight, guys, because there's not going to be a winner in this. I think between them, she found true love with Arthur Miller and I think she found a friend in Joe. I,
2: I think I think that's that's very true. Um, you know, and, and it's interesting to think of both relationships in and out of a marriage because I think you know it. I think, like I mentioned, Arthur and Arthur was not perfect at all either, um, and there were many things that I think. He struggled with in their marriage, as did she. But I think that's a very, you know, interesting point that she found what she wanted in life through Arthur. But I think Joe really provided her with that steadiness of a friend and always having someone there. And I think Arthur's almost complete absence of her life post their divorce. Um, almost speaks to that, that they were in love and they shared this time together and now it's over and what's done is done. I think so. Kelly?
1: Yeah, I think I I agree. I think me and Alison are going to agree on this, absolutely. Um, I think Arthur was definitely... um, I, I don't know about saying the love of Marilyn's life because I don't know what would have happened if she, you know, hadn't died so young. But he definitely, um, was such a, a magnet for her, like, because he was an intellectual. He was very emotional and tender and would, I think he did project some confidence in her because he believed that she could do all those things as an actress but like you said, I think Joe was the constant through that because he met her in what early 1952. So he knew her even before the Marilyn Monroe, you know, gentlemen prefer blondes and all that happened. So I think it's quite sweet that they did keep in touch for that, you know, from that time until she passed. Um, and yeah, I think they were, you know, like Alison said, they were like best friends and I guess they could always, you know, call each other. So
0: Yeah. It's it's a it's a it's an argument that's gonna run and run because and these arguments, as we all know, they can get quite heated in the fan club community with mm-hmm. Team yeah. and Team Arthur. But I think what we've said, girls, is they all had their redeeming qualities. Sadly for Marilyn, I don't think she found the right one do any of us will will any of us do you know what I mean it's just but I think both of them were right for her at the time when she met them me personally and I just think I, I wouldn't have liked to see her remarry Jody Meher controversy people are gonna stop listening to me and gonna hate me but I don't I don't I never believe in going back I only believe in going forward I never think you should go back to relationships stay friends but going back to relationships I'm not sure maybe I'm wrong if you've gone back to a relationship that's absolutely brilliant let me know <laughs>
1: <laughs> I yeah I don't I don't think that those rumors are true like I know people have been trying to you know grab at things that yeah. afterwards you know the no, and I you know I, I do think that Joe was very much still in love with her yeah I don't mm-hmm. doubt that but I think it would have, yeah. it, the remarriage thing to me doesn't really make any sense either. Yeah. I think, you know, if they had gone back together, I don't think it would have happened around the time that she passed. I think it would have, if it was to happen, I think it would have happened years later. Do Not, you know
2: what's funny though? When you go I,
1: back, sorry, sorry, Alison.
2: Oh, I was just going to say, I, I agree completely. And just a small note of that. I think if she was going to, go back with joe i think she also would have done it in a snap you know i think she and arthur i think the divorce was finaled in january of 61 she went not long after to florida with joe i think she would have said you know what i'm divorced i you know what i had a great you know so so great marriage with arthur miller we can debate that but you know now that's over you're still in my life. I'm sure she still loved him on some level. You're my best friend. You're there for me whenever I need you. Let's give it another go. I think she would have done it then. I don't think she would have, or like Kelly said, like it would have been years and years and years down the road.
0: Well, I agree. And you know what? I think sometimes if you do go back, um, it might've got Joe DiMaggio over it because you know, you know, like when you look at something through rose tinted glasses, if I thought I could do this again, I could make it right. I'm a, And then sometimes you date again and you're like, Oh God, no, yeah. <laughs> it kills mm-hmm. off that romance. So you never know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe if they had dated again, it would have gone into a, a, a true friendship rather than, I think he still, I mean, we know he loved her because of what he said at the funeral and sending her roses. He wanted more than a friendship. He wanted to rekindle more than a friendship with her. That's not rumour that you, you No, know. no,
2: I agree. Yeah, you could see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
0: And and I think maybe second time around it would have killed that off um, for him, or it would have been true love. Sadly, we'll never we'll never know. But I always believe in going forward.
2: Yeah. And I think just like one last note, there I think Marilyn said this in 1962, not long before she died. But I think it's really worth mentioning. She said something along the lines of that she was lucky enough to meet and marry two of the nicest men in the world that she had met up until that point. And I think that's just a really nice way of putting it. You know, it's very just sweet to the point and acknowledging both of them in, in just that wholesome way.
0: That's beautiful. Where did you read that? That's
2: such a lovely way to end. That's like it was <laughs> I think that was the Alan Levy interview for Red Book. I've always loved that quote because I think it it just sums it up so like I said, just so sweetly, so nicely that that I don't think she it sounds like there was no regret there. It was mm-hmm. at the time I met them, I loved them and I was lucky enough to marry them and I almost like if I don't want to put words in her mouth but it's like what more could she ask for because she got those opportunities and sometimes they work and sometimes they don't but wow um,
0: that's beautiful so I think Marilyn Monroe called it then
1: it's a draw (laughs) (laughs) yeah just don't fight over it I guess is what her point is
2: yeah Yeah. I think that's so true I, I, I just sorry I don't mean to like cut you off but I think there's always going to be good and bad in every person and every relationship, but for whatever it is that they brought to her at some point, she found happiness, security and love with them. And I think that's what we should be celebrating that through all of her traumas and struggles in life, that if she was able to find some solace and friendship and happiness and love, that is what we all want for her more than anything else.
0: Yes. That's so true, and that's how we should all look at it when we're Team Joe or team arthur we are or we we have boxing matches on podcasts. We <laughs> should just, yeah I, I there's no better way to end on that is that you know she found love with two people that she really really cared about, and that's lovely, yeah. that's what we all wish for, right?
1: yeah, yeah exactly
0: well wow. on that note girls thank you again for joining me next week we're going to have another boxing match <laughs> we're going to discuss politics no we're not we're definitely not going to do that <laughs> but thank you so much for joining me and you know what it's always fun talking to you girls and these we have these amazing subjects i have another one in mind but i'm going to tell you all fair <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's quite exciting um and it's to do with instagram but um,
2: ooh.
0: yeah, ooh.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, <laughs> time. Thank you, girls, so much. That was a draw, and wow, it will run and run. I'm sure you're going to talk about it online. But mm-hmm. Lovely, Thank wonderful. you, girls. Let's just do a quick shout out to your Instagram accounts. Kelly, you go first. uh oh,
1: Yes, it's, it's, it's silver. Sil- 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 sorry, silver
0: sil- technicolor. You've been drinking, Kelly? No, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> You need to pronounce it more clearly. So, at Silver Technicolor, absolutely amazing account. Alison do your Instagram handle? Yeah, you will find
2: me at perfectly Marilyn Monroe.
0: Brilliant. Have you been drinking?
2: No, no. <laughs> Too early.
0: Let's get the champagne out and toast some bubbles. Thank you so much, and join us all next time. Thank you. Bye.